In pursuit of God, discovering purpose, maximizing potential. 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 Jesus House for All Nations. This message has been recorded live at Jesus House for All Nations. God bless you. prostrate before you, Lord our God. We worship you. You are God and God alone, worthy of our worship. We honor you, Lord Jesus. Freely you give yourself for us, O God. We thank you for this awesome privilege that we have in you. Oh, blessed be your holy name. We worship you. We worship you, O God. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. This journey of um, waiting on God. You know, the theme is the sovereignty of God. And yesterday I was meditating. You know, sovereignty has many meanings the sovereignty when we say the sovereignty of god we're talking about the rulership of god that god rules over your life aren't you glad that god is the one ruling over your life is somebody not glad that is god that is your ruler it also talks about the will of god what god wants to do so not only is god ruler but it's talking about what he wants to do, the will of God. And then the one that I love is sovereignty talks about the power of God. So he rules. He has his plans and purposes, but ladies and gentlemen, he uses his power to bring those plans and purposes to pass in your life and in my life. And over the last uh, few days, today is day 12, we thank God how many appreciate the grace of God over in this fast? No, go on, let, let's appreciate God. And today, today is day 12, and our scripture, every day, God has given us a scripture to meditate upon, to grapple with His sovereignty, to understand His sovereignty so that we can align ourselves with him. And our scripture for today is taken from the book of Isaiah 54. Isaiah 54. In the New Living Translation, it is Isaiah 54 verse 17. Isaiah 54, 17. It says, but in that coming... Is it, is it, can you please... In the New Living Translation. It says, But in that coming day, no weapon turned against you will succeed. You will silence every voice raised up to accuse you. Can somebody say amen to that? You know, I, I, I just, just for emphasis, I 
looked at some translations. I found this in the Christian Standard Bible. It says, no weapon formed, sorry, I beg your pardon, the contemporary English version. It says, weapons made to attack you won't be successful. You guys don't believe the word of God. Weapons made to attack you won't be successful. Words spoken against you will not hurt you at all. It says, my servants, Jerusalem, my servants, Jerusalem is yours. I, the Lord, promise to bless you with victory. And then, you know, I, I, I looked at it in the new, uh, sorry, the, the Passion Translation. But for context, let's read from verse 16. I'll read it to you from verse 16. It says, see, I am the one who created the craftsman who fans the coals into a fire. And forges a weapon fit for its purpose. And I'm the one who created the destroyer to destroy. And then verse 17, he says, But I promise you, no weapon meant to hurt you will succeed. And you will refute every accusing word spoken against you. This promise is the inheritance of Yahweh's servants. And their vindication is from me, says the Lord. No weapon formed against you will prosper. Can you say that, ladies and gentlemen? Can you say that? No weapon formed against me. Go on, let's say it again. No weapon against me will succeed. And I want us to meditate on that scripture. You remember, it's all about grappling with the omnipotence, the power of God, the sovereignty of God. God is the ruler of all things. And the ruler of all things, the one who makes all things says, you know, in verse 16, says, I am even the one that formed the weapons. You know, the weapons that enemies use, even God formed them. But he said, I promise you, not one of those weapons will succeed in your life. And can we just meditate on that scripture? Let it sink into our subconscious. Subconscious, verse 17. That's our scripture. In that coming day, no weapon turned against you will succeed. You will silence every voice raised up to accuse you. These benefits are enjoyed by the servants of the Lord. Their vindication will come from me. I, the Lord, have spoken. I, the Lord, have spoken. Can somebody just meditate on those words? You just keep repeating them to yourself reading them over and over. I, the Lord, have spoken. It is the word of God, not the word of man.
you, Father. Thank you, God. Lord, your word says the entrance of your word, it brings light. Let these words of yours, let them be illuminated in our hearts, O God. Help us to understand that with you, by your word, no weapon formed or fashioned against us will ever succeed. And every tongue that rises up against us, we have the power in you to refute them, O God. This is our benefit, our vindication in you. Your word will not return to you void, O Lord God Almighty. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You know, I, I, uh, I am very, very confident, very confident in my spirit, in my heart, that by the end of this 21 days, none of our lives will remain the same. And the reason is simple, ladies and gentlemen. All we're doing is invoking the power of God. All we're doing is asking God to show his sovereignty, his power, his rulership in our lives. And for as long as we're submitted to God in this manner, we will see God like we've never done before. We will see the power of God like we've never done before. Now, the way you guys are saying, you don't believe, but it's okay. It's okay. My life will not remain the same by the end of this 21. And you know, it, it's all, all about God's power. It's all about God's power. We are believing for a tangible manifestation of God's power in our lives, in, the, in, in our families, in this church, and in this nation. And there are many scriptures we've used over the last two weeks. Many things that we've been encouraged about God's power. But today, um, you know, just, just looking back, I, I was reminded of a scripture that I read in Exodus chapter 3. This is just an example, an example of, of God manifesting his power. Exodus chapter 3 from verse 7, verses 7 to, to 8. I'm reading the New Living Translation. It says, Then the Lord told him, I have certainly seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. I have heard their cries of distress because of their harsh slave drivers. Yes, I am aware of their suffering. My brother, my sister, God is aware of where you are. God is aware of the, the challenges that you and I are facing. He says in verse 8, So I have come down to rescue them from the power of the Egyptians and lead them out of Egypt into their own fertile and spacious land. It is a land flowing with milk and honey, the land where the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, and he goes on. That will be your portion, my portion. He says, I have come down to rescue them with power. With power. And then, if you skip to verse 19, I love this bit. Verse 19, it says, But I know that the king of Egypt will not let you go unless a mighty hand forces him. So I will raise my hand and strike the Egyptians, performing all kinds of miracles ab ab among them. Then at last he will let you go. Somebody say at last. Anything that's been holding you bound, by the end of this 21 days it will let you go. Because of the mighty hand of God that will rest upon you and your family. In the mighty name of Jesus. But you know, that, that there's a story 
that we wanted to use tonight to encourage us as we go into a time of praise. It's a story that you all know. It's a story we've, we've read many, many times. Acts chapter 16. Acts chapter 16. Acts chapter 16, just to paraphrase slightly, Paul and Silas, they're in the city of Philippa. And uh, they're going about minding their business. Uh, a, a, a young girl who has de- demon spirits and tells fortunes goes around saying to them, these ones, these ones are the real ones. These ones are the servants of God. And then after a while, Paul gets irritated and then he casts out the demon. The, the, the owner of the, the, the slave girl was obviously angry, mobilizes a great mob. Let me read from verse 22. It says, a mob quickly formed against Paul and Silas, and the city officials ordered them stripped and beaten with wooden rods. They were severely beaten, and then they were thrown into prison. The jailer was ordered to make sure they didn't escape. Verse 24. So the jailer put them into the inner dungeon and clamped their feet in stocks. Verse 25. Around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening. Suddenly. Can somebody help me say suddenly? What what does suddenly mean, ladies and gentlemen? what, What does suddenly mean? What does suddenly mean? What does suddenly mean? Somebody said, now, now. Now, now. You know what? The, the, I, I checked the dictionary. It says, done quickly, unexpectedly. Suddenly, unexpectedly. Now, now. There was a massive earthquake, and the prison was shaking to its foundations. All the doors immediately flew open, and the chains of every prisoner fell off. The jailer woke up to see the prison doors wide open. He assumed the prisoners had escaped, so he drew his sword to kill himself. But Paul shouted to him, Stop! Don't kill yourself. We are all here. The jailer called for lights and ran to the dungeon and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and asked Saz, What must I do to be saved? Verse 31, they replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you'll be saved along with everyone in your household. What are we believing God for tonight? What are you expecting God for tonight? Should I tell you what we're believing God for? That tonight, every prison door in your life will be flung open. Every chain that has been holding you back, it will, it will encounter the power of God like never before in your life. Because God wants his plans and purposes to be done in your life. He wants his sovereignty to manifest. Anything that is standing against God's sovereign will in your life and in your family, they will encounter God's powers tonight. The Bible says that the other prisoners were listening. You know, uh, I, 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 I was... I was reading this and, and I thought, you know, tonight, I don't know if somebody believes the word of God. I don't know if somebody's expecting that the power of God will manifest in your life or not. But you know what the Spirit ministered to me? That, that, that even if the person next to you is not praising God, even if the person next to you is not worshiping, just because of your praise, their own prison doors will open. Amen. It says the other prisoners were listening 
And guess what? All the prison doors were open, not just Silas's and, and Paul and Silas's prison door. All the prison doors were open. So as you praise, ladies and gentlemen, not just for the person next to you, but for your families, all their prison doors will be open. That's what we're believing God for. What are we believing God for? That the power of God will come mightily. He says there was an earthquake. The prison was shaken to its foundations. Can somebody believe that the, the walls, the, the, the foundation of this place will be shaken to, sorry, this place will be shaken to its foundations? Do you believe that? You know why? Because the Bible says God inhabits the praises of his people. You know my theory? My theory is that God was listening to Paul and Silas, enjoying their worship, and then he thought, you know what, let me come and inhabit their praise. Guess what? The prison was too small for God. So there was an earthquake. There will be an earthquake in your life tonight. He says, the doors were flung open, chains of every prisoner, every prisoner. Please let me say every prisoner. The chains of every prisoner fell, fell off. And this is what we're believing God for. That tonight, please, I need you to come before God in praise and worship with faith. Believing that he is more powerful than anything that is holding you back. Chains will fall off tonight, ladies and gentlemen. And then I love this, this last part. It says, not only were all the prisoners free, not just Paul and Silas, but guess what? The prisoners, the people who jailed them, they received salvation. You know, one of the fruits of our praise and worship today, ladies and gentlemen, is that all of our families that are unsaved, they will be saved. And any, any, any person that does not know God, that is listening to this praise, they will be saved. In the mighty name of Jesus. Does somebody believe God for tonight? And why, when we praise, you know, let, let's praise like people who understand the power of God. Who understand the power of praise. I, I, in, in John chapter 4, you know the story. Um, Jesus was speaking to the Samaritan. You know that? famous verse where it says, uh, those who worship God will worship in spirit and in truth. But before then, he says in John chapter 4, verse 20, 22, you Samaritans know very little about the one you worship. While we Jews know all about him, for salvation comes through the Jews. How many know God? How many know God? How many know God? How many know that God is all-powerful? How many know that he rules over the earth, heavens and the earth? How many know that there's nothing that can stand against God? How many know that he speaks something and it must happen? How many know the God that they're worshiping tonight? So let's worship God with understanding, with faith in our hearts. Amen? Amen. Psalm 8. Psalm 8. And Psalm 8. Psalm 8. Verses 1 and 2, Psalm 8. Let me read it in the New Living Translation. Psalm 8. It says, O Lord, our Lord, your majestic name fills the earth. One translation says, O Lord, our God, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Please, can I ask you, what does majestic mean? 
What does majestic mean? What does majestic mean? Okay, guess. What does it mean? Majesty. Overall. Rules overall. He says, your majestic name fills all of the earth. Listen, it says, your glory is higher than the heavens. Verse 2, you have taught children and infants to tell of your strength, silencing your enemies and all who oppose you. Can I speak into someone's life tonight? As you praise and worship God tonight, God will silence all those who oppose you. All those who oppose you. Psalm 149. You know the scripture. Psalm 149. Psalm 149. Sing to the Lord. Actually, it starts with praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing his praises in the assembly of the faithful. This is the assembly of the faithful. O Jesus' house, rejoice in your maker. O people of Jesus' house, exalt in your king. Praise his name with dancing, accompanied by tambourine and harp. For the Lord delights in his people. He crowns the humble with victory. Let the faithful rejoice that he honors them. Let them sing for joy as they lie on their beds. Let the praises of God be in their mouths and a sharp sword in their hands. To execute vengeance on the nations and punishment on the peoples. To bind their kings with shackles and their leaders with iron chains. To execute judgment written against them. God will execute judgment written against you. Every judgment written against you, as you honor God today, as you lift up his name, he will, he will execute judgment against them. This is the glorious privilege of his faithful ones. Praise the Lord. Let's rise up to our feet. He says, O oh Lord our God, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Your glory fills the earth. A psalm says, let us exalt his name together. Can somebody begin to exalt the name of God? You know the God that you are worshiping. You know him. You know him. You know that all power belongs to him. Can somebody begin to exalt God? You want to begin to exalt him. Oh, Lord, our God, how majestic, how majestic, how majestic is your name. How powerful is your name, oh God. How powerful is your name, oh God. You are God and God alone. No one can compare with you. No one can compare with you. Can somebody begin to tell him, oh God, you deserve my praise. You deserve my worship. You deserve to be honored, oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God, oh Lord our God, how majestic is your name. How majestic is your name. Awesome God of the universe, the ruler and the possessor of all the earth. We worship your God. We praise your God. We praise your God. As we praise you tonight, fulfill your word. Silence all those who oppose your children, oh God. You are high and lifted up. There's no one like you. No one, no one like you. Oh God, can somebody declare that there's no one, no one, no one like our God. 
We worship you, God. We worship you, God. Every prison door, every prison door was open tonight. Every chain limiting you, it will fall off tonight. Because our Lord is the majestic God of the heavens.
in Exodus chapter 3, one of the verses that we read earlier, God had promised that he was going to rescue Israel from Egypt with its powerful hand. And ladies and gentlemen, God kept his promise. God is always true to his word. So with a powerful hand, with his powerful hand, he brought them out of Egypt. But then the deliverance of God didn't just stop there. He didn't just take them out of Egypt. The Bible says when they faced the next obstacle, the Red Sea, again with the mighty power of God, he parted the Red Sea and they walked through on dry ground. Somebody is going to walk through on dry ground tonight. When they walked through on the other side, Exodus 15, my Bible says, it calls it a song of deliverance. Then Moses and the people of Israel, the New Living Translation, then Moses and the, and the, and the people of Israel sang this song to the Lord. I will sing to the Lord for he has triumphed gloriously. That will be your song, my brother, my sister. He has hurled both horse and rider into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has given me victory. This is my God, and I will praise him. My father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a warrior. Yahweh is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and army has hurled into the sea. The finest of Pharaoh's officers are drowned in the Red Sea. The deep waters gushed over them. They sank to the bottom like a stone. Verse 6. Your right hand, O Lord. Somebody say your right hand. Your right hand, O Lord, is glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, smashes the enemy. Can somebody believe with me for the next few minutes? That whatever chains are remaining, whether in your body, whether it's the chain of sickness, whether it's the chain of financial lack of poverty, whatever the chains, chains in your marriage, chains in your life, can you believe that as you call on the name of Yahweh, the Bible says his name is a warrior, a warrior, a warrior. Can you believe with me for the next few minutes that all those chains will be broken in the name of Jesus? The same song of deliverance will be your song and my song in the mighty name of Jesus. We bow down. Believe God, believe God, believe God. Warrior, warrior. Oh, warrior, warrior. Masi bosoto yashi. Eke chelele bosoto yati. Mere bosata yabashi. Arise, oh God. Arise, oh God. Let your enemies be scattered. Malike se kelele bosoto we bow down. We bow down. Somebody call on God. Call on Him. Call on Him tonight. Call on Him, Maribosu. He's a warrior. He's a warrior. 
have tonight. Oh God, oh God, Yahweh, Yahweh, Yahweh. Your right hand, oh God, is glorious in power. Your right hand, oh God, smashes them. Call his name, call his name, Galibo Soturu. Oh, Somebody call on the name of the warrior. He fights on your behalf, my brother. He fights on your behalf, my sister. Yahweh. Yahweh. We call on you. Please call, call on the name of the warrior. Go on, call, call that name, call that name. Yahweh. Yahweh. The warrior arises on your behalf. He's fighting on your behalf, my brother and my sister. Call, call, call on his name. Oh, Lord, release your power, oh God. Yahweh, we call on you. Masike. Oh, please call, call, call for another minute. Just call on his name. Oh God, arise, oh God. Arise. Arise, oh God. Arise, oh God. Arise, oh God. Arise, oh God. Arise on the behalf of your people, oh God. Mashikete de Your glorious right hand. Your powerful right hand. Oh, show your power, oh God. Show your power, oh God. Someone hail the warrior. Come on, let's hail him. You are God and God alone. All powerful God, our warrior, our strong tower, our defender, our hope, our rock, and our shield. Who is like unto you, God? Amongst the gods, who can compare with you? You are glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, always doing wonders. Always doing wonders. 
always doing wonders. We hail you, mighty God. We hail you, mighty God. Alebo Soto, we hail you, God. Ah, we worship your God. You know the story we read in Acts chapter 16. The encouragement in the word of God. It says, when the power of God came, it broke the chains that were holding Paul and Silas. It forced open the doors that were enclosing them. But guess what? It did that for all the prisoners as well. And this is the beauty of God, ladies and gentlemen. When we invoke God, He doesn't just work in your life. He works in everything concerning you. And remember, what was the, the, what was the end result? The end result was that even the jailers, they gave their lives to Christ. I want us to believe God for our families. You know, we've got names of our families in that box. Let us believe for a few minutes. We have worshipped Yahweh. We believe that his power has come into our lives and into our families. Let us believe God that all members of our families who are not yet saved, they are saved in Jesus' name. Can we stretch out our hands towards those names? Just, just for a minute, just for a minute. You want to pray? You want to declare? You want to say... Whoever they are, they are saved in Jesus' name. Because the power of God, the power of God has come into my life, into my family. Go on, let's declare it. Let's declare it. Salvation comes to my family. The Bible says concerning the jailer that salvation came to his household. Salvation comes to my family. To my family, every single one of them. By reason of the power of Yahweh, our warrior, the Most High God. Oh God, oh God, we believe you, oh God. We believe your word. Mighty God, we bless you. And then for one minute, can we turn our attention to this nation? That the chains and doors that are holding people away from God, they are destroyed tonight in the name of Jesus. Go on, can we lift up our voices just for one minute or two? Concerning this nation, salvation comes to this nation. Salvation comes to this nation. The Lord will shake the foundations of this nation and set those who are prisoners, set them free in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Odi baloto no mosoko to lishkelebosa. Neribas canta la rabasanta. Enimanto rascalibo shekete. Erinantelebus keribusoto. Oh, Savior, Savior, Savior. Jesus, Jesus. Let your power manifest in this nation, oh God. Break all the chains that are holding people down, bound in this nation. Oh, 
Oh, we bless you, oh God. Thank you, everlasting Father. And then the last thing we want to do tonight, you know, I, I, as I was meditating earlier on, I felt God drop this in my spirit. One of the chains that needs to be broken, one of the doors that is going to be flung open in your life and in my life is the door that restricts our finances, God's plans and purposes for our lives. Look at the way the prophet says it. He says, this is what the Lord says. I will go before you, Shola. Only me. This is what the Lord says. I will go before you. Oh, incidentally, I wasn't calling your name. I was calling my name. This is what the Lord says. I will go before you. Can you put your name there? So can we read it together? This is what the Lord says. I will go before you, your name, and level the mountains. I will smash down gates of bronze and cut through bars of iron. Ladies and gentlemen, what's the result of that? It says, and I will give you treasures hidden in darkness, secret riches. I will do this so you may know that I am the Lord, the God of Israel, the one who calls you by name. You know, as we were worshiping um, a few minutes ago, I felt led to read the scripture in Exodus 3 again. You know where God says from verse 19 to 20, that I will show my powerful right hand and smash the forces of Egypt and bring my people down. But guess what? He says, but I won't stop there. I will cause the Egyptians to look favorably on you so that as you go, as you are set free, you are not going empty-handed. You are going to go with the plunder. Everything that Satan has stolen from you and I, you and I, we plunder tonight. Can you say amen to that? We're going to worship God with our offering tonight. And as you do so, Please do it as a prayer. You're saying, Lord, fulfill your word. Smash the, the uh, cut down the, 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 the chains of iron. Everything that's restricting in my finances, Lord, I'm believing that your power will manifest. And Lord, let me find favor to, with, to, with you tonight. As we leave this place, ladies and gentlemen, it is a work of deliverance. That God will deliver us concerning our finances. Amen. Let's prepare our offering. And then I'm going to invite you to just come and drop your offering. As you come forward, please believe God. Believe God that his power, the same power that has cut down the chains, opened the doors, the same power will make a way for you concerning your finances. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless you, O God. What an awesome privilege that we have in you. And Lord God Almighty, we trust that your mighty power has manifested in all, all, in all areas of our lives. Whatever it is that has held your children bound, we believe the doors are open, O God. We believe the chains are open, O God. But Father... Do this in our finances as well. To you be all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.